I think that's that's really really what it is. We're not by no means are we replacing traditional or let me let me say um, foundational phase of or foundation blocks of teaching. All we're doing is changing the means of teaching that have evolved um, as times have changed. Mm. What does that do for the child, though? And I, and I get that point, but the, again, there's that. There's the fact that there's, there's, there's too much stimulation now in the room. So yes. I want you to just emphasize what that does for the child. So when we think about the child, we need to realize that technology must not be the focal point of the teaching. Mm. You know, the teacher still still needs to be the facilitator. And so if I take a, a, a really, if we, if we look at technology that's really been adopted, so if I can use a scenario mm. where we've got an interactive um, a display, and so a front of room display in the class, every child has a tablet, um, we've got content, we've got Wi-Fi. That's really a, a, a fantastic 21st century classroom. What we happen here is to ensure that the child um, or that the classroom remains child-centered, if you go into more of a flipped classroom, where the teacher has the ability now to become a facilitator and the children then start teaching each other. Mm. So they would have the opportunity of going away, researching, working on a digital canvas together, um, even though they're in different parts of Gauteng um, or different parts of Joburg, wherever they may be, they come back and then they start sharing. So what it does is, we're not taking away any of your traditional, um, like I said, your building blocks, but what we are doing is ensuring that they now go, um, they, they, we enhance their skills around collaboration because now they are teaching each other. Communication. Right. It's very important when often schools implement technology and they think tablets. We need tablets. They forget about whole class learning. A tablet is a great tool if used correctly. Mm. And what I mean by that is, is, um, it's really around individual learning and how do we still communicate? So how do you take what you've done at home and present it now to the class? Right. That's why a whole a whole solution is still absolutely, absolutely vital. And if you think about your, your younger phases, I would never put technology on its own. I would, I would say um, if you're looking at a complete paperless classroom, it would really be for your 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 sort of high school phases, your younger kids still need that didactic material, you know, the hands-on material. There's mm. such an important element around learning to write still. Um, so there really is a balance in technology and in using technology. Yeah, and so you're, you're providing teachers, um, 12,000 teachers, I believe, with training. Correct. Correct. That's right. So we've been part of, um, and we've been very honored to be part of this, paperless classroom journey that Emmy Seal and Sufi has has gone on. Um, and so it's now been about a year and a half since the first interactive smart boards were put into the schools. And um, we've noticed that obviously the teachers are on different phases of a learning journey or, um, you know, ICT adoption. So beginning of this year, we started training 12,000 of these teachers. We have 275 or 200 and yeah, 275 facilitators permanently in the field training these teachers from basic ICT skills to um, how to use tablets and then, of course, how to use interactive smart boards and how we just all integrate to the end of the day and how do you develop interactive lessons 
that engage your students. I think that's very, very important with technology. It's, it's very easy to lose them. So um, how do we create the correct lesson um, to, in, to engage our students and ensure that at the end of the day, um, you know, they've, they've still been taught correctly? What do you say to the notion that we're, we're perhaps jumping the gun when we start trying to, you know, train teachers and introduce all this technology into the classroom? So simply because already uh, some of the, the most basic schools in our country have such such yeah. a lack of infrastructure that the focus of our of our yeah. resources really should be on building infrastructure and not, you know, moving everyone else ten steps forward when in the back end yeah. we've got people that are ten steps behind. Yeah, no, I completely I hear with you, and I think that's a you know that's a constant debate. Um, well, what I what I can comment on is what Pinas Lucifi looked at was he's obviously only targeted or only um, implemented this in terms of no fee paying schools, and the classrooms that received the technology um, also were upgraded, so the the whole classroom was redone. The floors, the ceilings, uh, it was painted out, new furniture. So the classroom was given a, a complete makeover, mm. uh, if I can put it that way. As for the other infrastructure, I, I know they're working on a number of different, um, different sort of plans. The one thing I can comment on as well is that throughout this, this um, process, he has also, what he had, well, his vision has been to ensure that these grade 12s not only um, could compete with independent schools, but could compete on an international level. So I know there's been, you know, there's schools without toilets, and some of our schools are in a dire dire need. But um, in saying that, he did give an extra 20-odd percent students um, the chance last year to attend a tertiary college or tertiary university, and the, and the reason for saying that is, um, if we look back at the year that this technology was implemented, the one thing, the feedback was that, yes, matric results went better, but the quality of education was far better. At one school in um, Timbisa called Boitam Along, um, the principal the previous year had dismal um, number of students that got tertiary um, exemption, mm. and this year she had 48%. So there was about a 20% increase in the quality. And for the first time ever, she had three matric students who had over 80% for math. So I I absolutely agree. You know, our education system, it needs to be looked at holistically. Um, And in in my experience, just from our dealings with MEC Pinesa-Sufias, I think he really is trying his best. Obviously, it takes all stakeholders. Mm. Um, But the paperless classroom is is definitely um, making an improvement. Yeah. A lot of the criticism that's come about the paperless classrooms, though, and this isn't just in, in Gauteng, but in various other pilot projects yeah. that, have yeah. been, that have been run, is that the teachers themselves aren't, readily, aren't really prepared um, to Correct. deal with some of the, t- the innovation that's happening now Correct. in the classroom. Yeah. So how do you structure your training? What does it actually look like? So what I what I think what's what's important to remember is there's training and then there's continued professional development. Right. So I mean the training training can be one source. And what does that help? You know, um if you think of any courses you've been on, it's great you remember it for the first week and then unless you constantly practice it and have someone to, to lean on and guide you, you go back to your old ways of teaching mm. or mm. your old ways of doing things. 
So our our um, training is a continued professional development. We have someone on site permanently helping these teachers. They go through um, training daily. They have someone on site if they can't remember how to access um, content or where to even put on the board. Mm. Um, there's, te- there's also technical um, guys on site as well. Because when it comes down to technology, it doesn't matter how much training the teacher has had. If that board doesn't work or the tablet doesn't work, the teacher will go back to the old way of teaching. Yeah. So I think that's very, very important. When you look at any pilot with any technology, is, is to look at their continued professional development. Not a one of training, but a, a continuum. What does phase one look like? What are the outcomes you want the teacher to have done? Um, so for us, they need to be able to deliver from the, the first um, outcome a, a interactive lesson. Mm. And then we build an utter phase where in each school we will have four trainers. So what we call it a train-the-trainer program. Um, that eventually our facilitator can step out and these four teachers can then lead um, the, the school in, in the technology implementation going forward. Yeah, so support for the teachers, very, very, very important. Absolutely. Uh, so we, we've got uh, on the line Sweetness Khatebe, a teacher at Proteatlan Secondary School. Oh, Sweetness, good evening. Good evening, my lady. How are you? I'm well. It's so good to have you with us. You took you you went through some of the the training that Vastrotech is offering. Yes. So, how did you find the program? I thought the program was a great intervention because when the program, the ICT program started, we only received like basic and intermediate training, mm. and that training was done at a school where there was like 200 teachers. So teachers were unable to actually interact with the technology, touch the board, and see what other applications they can explore. Mm. But having Vastrotech technicians on site at schools every single day has assisted us in bridging that gap of feeling overwhelmed with this technology. So honestly, I felt that it was a great intervention and it's been going well. Are you seeing the difference in in the children that are in the classroom, though, and in, in how much they're actually taking in with this innovation now taking place? There has been a great difference. Going to class is more fun now, and also the attitude, especially from the learners towards education, yeah. has changed drastically. They are very excited about the technology. Obviously, the excitement can distract them to a certain level, but it has allowed the learning environment to be more conducive, and they are more independent now in their own knowledge. So they don't necessarily have to depend on what the teacher knows. They can also explore for themselves what they need to find out. So it's been wonderful. Yeah. Just tell me about some of the the things that perhaps you you feel have made your life a lot easier as a teacher. Challenges that you would have had uh, previous to to having gone through this training and how that has brought um, solutions now. All right. You know, previously as a teacher, you'd spend the whole night with various textbooks, the Internet and everything, trying to prepare and get as much knowledge as you need for your learners. Mm. And you also have to jot notes down for them, spend a lot of time or waste a lot of time also in class having to write those notes for them or waste a lot of paper having to photocopy those notes for them. So what you can't do now, you just sit on a laptop at night, get all the information that you need, put it in a PowerPoint or smart slide, get to class, send it to their tablets, 
also projects on the board. That has saved a lot of time in teaching and also it has allowed the learners as well not to waste too much time taking down notes in class that perhaps may never not be explained in the future. Yeah, but you see, here's the reality in sweetness. You're obviously one of the younger teachers that we have in the yes. Um, and, and then there's a teacher who's 50-something years old, and, and, and you're yes. telling them, Vastra Tech, teachers for change, <laughs> technology in the classroom. Look, we already have a shortage of teachers, are we not? Do you, do you not yes, to some extent do. feel that this, is, might, this might be overwhelming for the majority of teachers in our country if we were to expand the project? Honestly, it is. I think that's also a, rea- a reality that we need to face. But also we need to understand that there's always going to be older teachers in the system. So ones that we have currently are the ones. Oh, dear. Okay, we, we seem to have lost sweetness, but we'll get her back. Candice, um, just to say on that same point, the older older mm. teachers and, you know, how they might struggle to grapple with, with the technology. I- I actually have a, a bit of a funny statistic around that one. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not statistic, but, but an antidote that we have found. Um, so obviously, Smart still holds the largest majority if we talk market share in South Africa. And um, we have found that <laughs> it's not actually the older teachers that are battling. Um, they're actually so keen. It's almost like a, a new lease on life, mm. uh, a new lease on teaching, especially if you think they're 55, you know, they, they're closer to... To retirement, um, and they're actually one of the first to to run with this, with um, with the technology and um, implementing it. It's actually my generation that yeah. we are finding are the kind of you know the laggards, so to speak. <laughs> so our, our 30, 35 kind of generation, we're um, still sort of stuck in the in a bit of a you know bit of a phase. We weren't really taught traditionally, but we didn't, it was just the start of information age. So it really is sort of our generation that's, um, I suppose, putting the, the, the heels in the ground and just really going, I don't, I'm not ready for this. Mm. And um, the way of overcoming that, um, you know, like I said, the only way really is, is through professional development and, and encouraging those skills and through through communities such as the, the Train the Trainer program. Yeah. But in terms of, it's also baby steps. You know, school doesn't have to go um, the fancy smart boards immediately. By saving in a laptop with a projector, it's you bringing technology into the classroom. Yes. Um, but it's a very simple phase. And um, the one thing about the MEC, the Sufi, is he has realized that as well. So, um, I'm there will be a launch soon um, of the next phase, and um, slightly different technology will be available to teachers who are finding um, the smart board a little scary. And that's as the as the MEC has phased it, he called it an e chalkboard. Mm. In fact, it's a um, it's a smart it's a smart digital whiteboard. Um, so so there are a few a few things that are being put into place to assist teachers in sort of transitioning between your traditional chalkboard, whiteboard, and to the, the smartboards. Yeah. But yeah. it is a scary place, um, you know, especially if you're used to a chalk, chalk or um, whiteboard marker. And like I said previously, the only, the only way to overcome this is, is through phase, a phase approach to technology. 
Yeah, sweetness talked about the excitement that the, that the learners have, you know, with the, yeah. not just the lesson, but also with the technology. Obviously, I mean, Correct. you give a 17 or an 18-year-old an iPad or, or a, or a yeah. tablet and you say, this is where you're going to learn. You're going to get them really excited. I'm wondering, Sweetness, if you think the sort of technology, if we were to really spread these projects across the country, if that could successfully increase the number of young people that want to become teachers as well. Um, honestly, it will. Uh, teaching has always been that, prof- that profession that nobody wants to associate themselves with, or even if they are, they'd be ashamed to say that they are professionals. If our job has evolved to this level, there's a lot of I honestly think first it's going to allow and also attract younger teachers into the profession because most of them, honestly, they would always opt for teaching if it's their last option or if they've been rejected from other professions they wanted to do. Yeah, so I think this is this is such a brilliant initiative, and I I can't wait to see, um, you know, how far it, it really spreads. Yeah. Yeah, sweetness. Thanks so much for chatting to us, and, and thank you for serving our learners because that's you're doing such an important job, and I wish we had more and more of ladies like yourself. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Have a such great a night. Pleasure, sweetness. Had All a right. teacher at Pretty Atlanta Secondary School. Candice, what are the targets? I mean, firstly, it's the twelve thousand teachers. If we Say so five years from now, where do, you, where do you want to see the training? So five years from now, I think we'd like to see um, these, these just over 400 schools that have been um, um, earmarked by the GDE to have all been trained and all have their own um, teachers leading the continued professional development. You know, that we've empowered those schools, not, le- not um at the moment, they're leaning on, on our facilitators to guide them through the process. I think in five years' time, we want to ensure that the grade 8 to grade 12 have technology, it's successfully implemented, and that all, um, like I said, um, that they have their own um, teachers training, training teachers.